0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor's really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing uh, your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your app store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Friz Guzman. In today's episode, I'll be talking about what will be episode number 45, as a matter of fact. And uh want to mention before i get started on to the episode here guys you guys can actually find me on twitter and on instagram here remember it's uh west coast pod 702 and you can find me on instagram you can find me on twitter with that and again that's west coast pod 702 so anyways guys just to get right into the episode here guys Uh, today's episode will be centered around the, or this episode will be centered around the Raiders. I'll be episode number 45 for Marcellus Reese. As you guys maybe remember, he is a former Raider. Uh, he was a fullback back in the days, but anyways, just wanted to mention that. (laughs) Uh, now to bring up what I was going to talk about in today's episode here, I'll be talking about, you know, hall of fame, Tom coach, Tom Flores, and charles woodson their induction or their inductee speeches and i uh, just kind of break down a little bit about what those what those players mean to me and maybe what they mean to raider nation so guys but uh before i get into all that there's been a couple reports or a couple things that i wanted to mention that have came out from training camp or from mini camps uh first things or the first one was uh, Derek Carr. As you guys know, I'm a big-time Carr fan. I actually have his jersey. And so for those of you guys who are not Derek Carr fans, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's a writer. <laughs> uh, so, guys, D- uh, DC has has talked about how amazing it was to be in the Legion Stadium the other day. They actually had, like, a, like a practice in the stadium. In the Stadium, it wasn't in their practice facility. And they invited fans to be there. I unfortunately did not get the chance to be there. I was maybe a little... I'm I'm still working on trying to get credentialed or trying to get approved to be able to have media access for the Raiders. I'm hoping that that can happen soon. Uh, so if anybody out there knows anything about that, please help me out. Please help out your boy. But anyways, uh, the reports have been coming out for DC. He's uh, really ecstatic about how loud the stadium was and it wasn't even that many people at that practice i would say if anything it was under under five may under ten thousand. i would assume or maybe i thought it was at ten thousand because they had a couple levels they had a couple people in, in in every section but anyways it was absolutely incredible just to see people there and, and he was mentioning that it was incredible just hearing them there and he can't wait to see what it's gonna be like or, or what it's gonna be yeah he can't wait to see and hear what it's gonna be like when it's the 50 60,000 people that are going to be in there packing up the house every single Sunday now I am excited to see what DC is going to be able to do this year um it's just you know that's the main thing that I wanted to mention here him just talking about how how, how the stadium feels how he's excited to get this season starting out that that fans are going to be allowed to be in there but we'll see what happens um I'm I'm just really excited as well but I wanted to mention that the other reports I've been coming out of uh the training camp have been Brian Edwards this guy has gotten all kinds of uh all kinds of attention all kinds of media uh has ha- everybody in the media has been talking about him but this would but there's a good reason the guy is huge the guy is like 6'4 6'5 He's like too easy. He's, he's a pretty big dude. Like the guy only kind of compares to Darren Waller when it comes down to size, and that's big, that's a big deal. So to have two guys, Darren Waller and Brian Edwards, some like two guys like that. And this guy's tall, this guy can jump, this guy has huge hands from what they're reporting. Uh people are comparing him to like Terrell, Terrell Owens. Uh DC has even talked about how he reminds me, how he reminds him of uh Michael Crabtree. So for those of you guys who remember him, So, I mean, it's definitely exciting to see what this guy could potentially do. Uh, There has been a couple of reports out today, though, that he has dropped a couple balls. So we'll see. And then it's in practice. But we'll see what happens. Um, Overall, I think it's just, you know, maybe just them going through practice and seeing how things go. But whatever the case is, we'll see what this guy can bring to the table. And we'll see how this guy kind of gets the season started off. Because overall, guys, this offense is starting to look really nasty. I mean, you guys got—we have two dynamic running backs, and whatever you guys may feel about uh, Ken, Kenyon Drake, I really do think that he's going to be a, a really big, uh really big piece for the team, especially being uh, lined up alongside with Josh Jacobs. Now, the offensive line has been reported that they're looking really, really great. That they're looking fast. They're looking really physical, really strong. They're moving a lot, and they're giving their car plenty of time to pass. Now again, it's training camp. It's practice. Who knows what it's gonna be like when it, when they actually go out there on the field and, and go up against another team. But that's why I'm excited to see what uh, preseason is gonna look like, uh, because in preseason they do go hard, uh, especially some of the guys that are out there. You know, because they're trying to compete for a roster spot. You know, so there's gonna be some players out there that are gonna compete pretty hard. But again, we'll see what happens. We'll see how how preseason looks and how the rest of the season and how the season goes. But just wanted to mention those things. I'm excited to see what's, what's going to happen with all that. So, guys, just to get right into it, I mentioned it earlier that this episode is really going to be more about the Hall of Fame inductees. Well, the Raiders were fortunate enough that we had three inductees. We had a superman with uh, the Violator uh, who ended up going in there uh, as, as a superfan. And I believe he's one of the first superfans, if I'm not mistaken, uh, especially for the Raiders, if I'm not mistaken, for sure. Now. The main two guys that I want to talk about here are Coach Tom Flores and Seawood Charles Woodson. Now these guys, they had amazing speeches. They really moved me. I literally got teared, I got teared up on both of them. Uh, I mean, if you guys can't tell already, I'm a pretty damn emotional guy, especially when it's something that I'm really passionate about. And speaking of passion, that's actually the thing that uh, that Tom Flores actually talks about. And I'll talk. Uh, so just to get right into it here, though, now that I'm talking so much about it. Coach Tom Flores, his speech was absolutely was absolutely amazing. But just before I get into the speech here, guys, just to let you know what having Tom Flores, you know, a, a guy who's from Mexican descent, get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Now, me, if you guys don't know, I'm I'm 28. I was born in '92, and I yeah, my bad. And uh sorry, I almost forgot who, how old I was. But anyways, I was born in 92 and it's it's become more of a thing now where I've seen. I don't know. I I don't know. It's 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 hard to explain. But to have this guy be inducted into the Hall of Fame, it, it's 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 really powerful. It, it's 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 super exciting for me, just because I am I am from Mexican descent. My parents are Mexican. Uh, you know, and for, for me to be for, for me to see a guy who comes from the same background as me, whose parents came from Mexico, who worked in the farms, as he talked about in the speech. So if you guys haven't seen it, you can find it just about anywhere. Raiders.com, YouTube. But uh, Tom Flores, amazing speech. He talks about him growing up being being mexican-american how his parents wanted nothing but for him to work hard and to you know go to school get a great education which is similar to like what my parents did maybe it was similar to what your parents wanted as well uh but when he actually you know got to the point of becoming uh, or working or playing in the nfl or the afl for the raiders at that time it's his mom cried he said but then was happy was so happy for him because she knew that he went for his passion and that's where that, that that's where that kind of stuck out to me. You know, the fact that he had so much passion for this and and for those of us who are maybe even struggling on something to go ahead and find to do or whatever, that's that's the main thing. If you're passionate about something, you might as well go for it, whatever the case may be. You know, you never really know what it's going to what it could lead to but at least you did it at least you're at least you're passionate about it you're happy about it you're 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 happy doing it you know whatever the case is similar to what i'm doing here i love i have such a love for 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 sports and that's that's the main reason why i wanted to do something with sports and and i've been nothing but happy doing this and i hope it shows and while i'm while i'm recording these episodes for you guys but uh that that just shows me that just shows that Tom Flores had it figured out from the very beginning that he was passionate about this, and he just wanted to go along with it, and he just wanted to see where it could go, and the guy's a freaking Hall of Famer now. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, He does talk about how it maybe took him a little bit too long, you know, than he would have wanted to be in the the Hall of Fame, but you can tell in his eyes, you can tell in his voice that the guy's just happy that he's there now, and I'm just happy that it wasn't his family, because I have heard of of other Hall of Famers, I've seen other Hall of Famers, where their families are, where their families are the ones having to pick up their, 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 uh, uh, their statue, or their, and they're having to, and they're having to say a speech on behalf of their father, or their, or their, their son, or something like that, you know, or, you know, their father, or their husband, or something, you know, like, so it's, it's just absolutely, it's hard, you know, when you see that. But I was absolutely happy. You know, the man was in a wheelchair. You know, Tom Flores was in a wheelchair. You hope that the man was, uh, you know, the, the guy looked happy, though, overall. And there was reports about, you know, over that they had a, a big time, like a signing or something like that at a restaurant. And you could tell that the guy was just done at the end at the end of the day. But uh, he signed every single autograph from when my boy Q was reporting that he signed every single autograph out there. Uh, for every fan so it definitely it definitely shows that the man is is all about the raiders and he he shows that he has such a love and passion for the raiders but uh, the other guy that got inducted here, and I just want to finish off there with Tom Flores. I just want to thank him so much for everything. But again, guys, I, I never was around for those uh, championships, so it's, it's it's difficult for me to kind of think about so much about Tom Flores. But it just the fact that he is in, that he is from Mexican descent, and that he was inducted into the Hall of Fame over the weekend, is doesn't that just you know show that anybody could do it. it? Doesn't matter what race you are, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, but it's possible. Now, the guy, the other guy, C. Wood, Charles Woodson. <laughs> what can I say about this guy? I got to see him maybe only play a few years with the Raiders when I was really getting into the Raiders when I was young. And I had no idea who the guy was at the time. But my dad, my dad told me, he's like, that's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> and he uh, was damn, he was Right. Seawood uh, was one of the baddest uh cornerbacks, safeties, defensive backs that you can ever freaking find. I mean, this dude this dude changed his whole career. He went from being a shutdown corner to being a shutdown safety. And not too many players can do that. You know, it's 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 definitely impressive that he was able to go into he was able to do something like that. But this dude, what what can I say about him? I mean, I, I remember seeing him play uh, you know, at a young age, and when he came, I think on, my 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 main memories of him is when he came back, when he won his Super Bowl with the with the with the Green Bay Packers, and you know there he he was he learned how to be a pro's pro. He learned how to be a professional NFL player, how to how to play winning football and, and everything, and he brought that to the Raiders when he returned back to the Raiders, and he really gave the Raiders like a kind of like a like a, like another life. You know, he brought back the life into the Raiders. He gave back our, he gave us back our passion for for being a Raider fan, at least in my eyes. Because before, before during all that time, it was tough. It was a tough, tough, tough time being a, a Raider fan. We had to go through players like Jamarcus Russell and so on and so forth, and all these other kind of horrible guys. But anyways. Uh, Charles Woodson really saved the Raiders organization, if you ask me. When he returned back to Oakland, when he returned back to the Raiders, and now that he's uh now that he's in on uh, the Hall of Fame, his speech was absolutely amazing, guys. I got teary eyed from the very moment when he was talking about his sister, you know, her passing away, and how this was all for her, and as well his 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 family. You know, he talked about his brother. You know, how that tough love kind of you know, set them up to become, to start working in the NFL or to start to become an NFL player. And I got to relate a little bit to it, to that. You know, like I have, I have a tough family. My family's always been there for me for everything. I can always rely on them for everything. And it's, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely nice to go in and hear like, other people just talk about it. You know, the guy is just super humble. Never talks about him. Never talked about himself. Always talked about how it was other people who helped him out during, uh, throughout his career. Uh, it talks about his family, you know, his wife, his kids, and everything. His grandkids, you know, or his boys. I mean, he talked about how his boys maybe don't, might not understand right now and why he's crying so much. But it's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely touching hearing hearing a grown man talk about his passion, his love for the game, his love for the his family, for the fans, and that's that's the other part. That's the last thing that I wanted to just mention. It was absolutely touching hearing him ask everybody. You know that when he was a high school player, you know for for those for those teammates to stand up when he was in the when he was with Michigan, the Michigan Wolverine. He asked everybody to stand up to for that were teammates or or of his. He asked everybody who was a Green Bay Packer to stand up, who was a teammate of his. He asked everybody who was an Oakland Raider teammate of his to stand up. And then at that point, he asked every Raider fan, any fan, any Raider fan, any any fan of how he played the game to stand up. And that, that's just absolutely powerful. It's just powerful. It's very special just for him to thank everybody, you know, his teammates, his the fans, every everybody, you know, just fans of him, of how he played. It's just absolutely amazing, just because he never think, he never thought about himself at any point. You know, he was always doing this for for the fans, for for other people. You know, he, you know, if, there, if there's one thing of, of that you can take away from his speech and from how he played the game, it was never selfish. He was never selfish, and that's one thing that I can always that I can always say about Raider Nation. We're never we're never we're not selfish. We always think about you know the team you know, because there's nothing in his words, Charles Woodson's words, there's nothing bigger than the team, you know, and just think about that a little bit, there's nothing bigger than the team, no one player, no nothing, you know, it's about the team, it's about Raider Nation, it's about, you know, that's all, that's the way I took it, but let me know what you guys think, I'm going to finish up the podcast here, I'm sorry to kind of end it so quickly like that, guys, but it was absolutely amazing, if you guys haven't seen these speeches, go check them out, they're on YouTube, you can probably find them, and most likely you can find them on Raiders.com as well, uh, but they're absolutely amazing speeches um if you don't cry during one of them i don't know what the fuck's wrong with you but <laughs> i'm just kidding no but uh <laughs> honestly go check them out guys uh let me know what you guys think i hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes again get at me on instagram get at me on twitter i'll uh I'll look out for you guys send me a dm send me a message let me know what you guys think uh let me know if you guys want me to bring up topics or if you guys have questions too I'll bring them onto the podcast, but uh, again, guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed your day, and yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.